Hey guys, welcome back to Zero to 100 Ball Knowledge. We're back for episode 6 of our podcast. We've been doing this for over a month now. Yeah, it's actually crazy. And we're on the up. Yeah, we're, we're we getting more. We're, we're, we're growing the community. Not that we have a lot of interaction with you guys yet, but it's it's a start. Exactly, yeah. Um. So over here we got Ben. I'm Caleb. And let's just jump right into this. Yeah, let's do it. Every week we do stars and stickers for those who are new, but uh, we have we we have we have some hot topics that we want to talk about over the past week. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna start with stars and stickers. So yeah. here, let's go back and forth. Who's okay. your first first star of the week? My first star is Grealish, Jack Grealish. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was a fun game against Liverpool. He was good offensively, defensively. One goal, one assist. Uh-huh. Like, what What more can you ask for with someone in that position? No. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I, he was my first start, too. Okay, yeah. I Okay, so there was a... I, I didn't watch the full game because it started at 6.30, but I woke up at 8, thir- like, I woke up at like 8, 8.30, mm. and I saw the past half, like the last half an hour, but he cooked Trent, and mm. although I, we might talk about this a bit later, because we might segue into the game a bit, but, you know, let's just get into that later, but I agree with Grealish, and he is starting to become one of the most influential wingers in the Prem, mm. which I wouldn't have said at the beginning of the season, because he kind of fell off ever since joining City, but never gained his form. He's been wonderful mm. since the World Cup break. And he, he's someone you want to cheer for, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think cause if his first season wasn't great, but this season he's really picked it up. Mm. So, yeah, he's my first star, too. Yeah. I guess we. I guess I can just go straight to yeah, the yeah, second. Yeah, let's then. do it. Let's do it. My second pick is... Uh, okay, I'll save that for the last, but okay. I'll say Liao. Cause we, yeah. cause Ben was it last episode? I think it was. He was on the stinkers, right? Yep. And we talked about like he just has not been showing up, and he showed up, and it was against a good team too. It wasn't against yes. some like bottom tier team. So uh-huh. again, a player that you want to cheer for. Uh, yeah, he's my second pick. No, I completely. Agree. I had him down as my second pick, mm. but to not match you, I'm gonna go with Brahim Diaz. Okay. He's another player on AC Milan who doesn't get the. Like people don't rate him as as good as he is, mm. and all I like I still really believe AC Milan would have won. Although I would I like Napoli more than I like yeah, AC Milan. Certainly. But what Brahim Diaz did to create the goals, create the chances, pass the ball, move the ball up the field, what he did in that game was I don't want to say he was better than Rafael Leao, but he played like if he wasn't there, it would have been the mm. result that it was. Yeah. So. The other reason why I have him I have him there is because like. We haven't expected much from because like we like right Ben literally had him on the stinkers last yeah last week but he he showed up and again like literally Napoli top of the table like that's a great team to show up against so. exactly yeah exactly and a team with such great form and that this game mattered it it mm-hmm. showed what AC Milan can bring to the table because as we know next week we're gonna talk about we're gonna well at the end of this we're gonna talk about predictions mm-hmm. but Napoli play AC Milan what is gonna happen in yeah. that game. That's that's exciting. It is. Okay, you wanna you wanna give your your third star. Yeah, uh, my third star, Benzema. Yeah. And I I had him. So the first game Real Madrid played when he scored his hat trick, mm-hmm. I had him down. But I was like, okay, it's one game. Obviously, a hat trick to hat trick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't against the best team in La Liga. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I'll wait till a Clasico because like, the way Real Madrid played last time, I was like, if they play like that, he's not getting on my stars. Yeah. Showed up. It was crazy. and to do it like, to to play this level, first off at thirty five. Also, 
to be fasting while doing it. Like yes. playing on empty stuff, play, doing that period is like impressive respect to all me and Ben are both Christians. So like we have full respect to, oh, yeah. to our Muslim listeners, if anyone is. So to do fasting in general is like impressive to be playing at that level uh-huh. is crazy. Like, I, I don't know. He's just different. Like there's like that meme, like Ramadan Benzema. And it's true. Like he's, he's a beast. He's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of the same thing. I was waiting for El Clasico because mm. I think it was Osasuna, which are not a great team, mm. but he showed up against Barca. Yeah. He, we'll, we'll talk about the Barca game, but we're going to get into a lot. We're going to open up a can of worms later mm-hmm. on. Yeah, in, definitely. In the pod, but, um, I like that shot of Benzema. Yeah. Um, my third one, I will be, um, he plays for Everton. In their, oh, in their beating of Tottenham. But he was wonderful. Mm. So the drip, like, so he used to play for Arsenal. And I never rated him really highly and have never really. But his versatility, because he used to play as a winger. And now he's kind of playing more of a center mid position. But he played right mid in that game against Tottenham. Mm. He was wonderful. He, I don't I don't know if it was Perisic that was playing or whoever it was. But I will be had him. He was wonderful. His dribbling was incredible. I bet if you looked up Iwobi highlights, half of them would be from the Tottenham <laughs> game. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's my, my, my third star. Yeah, shout out to him. Okay. Any honorable mentions or you want to go to Stinkers? Uh, yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, Simon Becher, Becker, two goals. Mm-hmm. That's it. It was literally five zero for them against Montreal. So okay, yeah. like I shout out to the whole team, but he he had two goals out of it. So okay, yeah, five oh. zero. That's a big. That's a big win. That is, and oh, Montreal so bad. Yeah, and a little plug. I'm I'm going to Montreal <laughs> next week, so I'm going to see I'm going to see a Montreal game, and they're so Montreal is playing against DC United, and mm. they're two of the worst teams <laughs> in the MLS. Too bad you didn't. It, they weren't playing this game when you're. I know that, that would have been sick, but okay. Want to go to Stingers? Yeah. You start. I I can't get away from... Well, this guy can't get away from being on my Stingers. Pedro Porro. Mm. Again, he does the most clueless things. Yeah. I don't, which is... I don't know... Because I liked when he was at Sporting. Mm. But I don't know. He just can't play up to the level. He He's being deployed in a weird way. I don't know what it is. But he gives the ball away in such like his decision making is so rash like there was one time he like was near the Spurs corner flag on the right side because he right wing back but he played it right into the middle right in front of the box it just it doesn't make sense like if anything just drill it up the field get rid of it mm-hmm. don't make your team be under pressure in that way but it, I don't know I yeah don't know. I respect that pick and I, I want to see him do good mm-hmm. although I do not like Tottenham I want to see him do yeah. good individually I like all the players but yeah who's your first anchor I have a collective pick, and mm. that oh, this is my only pick. It's a Liverpool back four. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, and if you want, to, if I guess the the top of that list is Trent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just horrendous. Like, I and I, I feel bad because like I like him as a, a player, he's and a person. Like, yeah, he just look like I've seen a lot of like clips and like on TikTok and Instagram stuff. Well, he'll just like look actually lost defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be in the worst possible position leaving guys open and stuff it's just yeah so that's my pick my my all my stinkers are taken up by the Liverpool defense um, I'm trying to think what would you think if Trent signed for Tottenham I know that's not gonna happen but because 
think of the crosses that Trent could put into Harry Kane without thinking about how bad he's defensively because mm-hmm. he has three center backs behind mm-hmm. him. I'm not saying like I'm just saying Trent doesn't fit in a good four back system, but with a five back with the center back behind him to take care of his defensive liabilities. Mm. Here's what I'll say to that. <laughs> this might be controversial. Give me Emerson Royale. <laughs> okay. So that is going on a TikTok clip. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't actually believe that, but that'll be a controversial take. I don't believe that. <laughs> I really don't. But I no, I I actually do agree cuz like him having that much that much like pressure on him and like that big of a burden uh like as in like de- defensively I mean mm-hmm. I think I think that would be a, a better fit like just take that pressure off let him do uh let him play more offensively yeah more of that cr- like that crossing role instead of just like I don't know I, I I can't even explain it like I'm not saying that like Trent to Tottenham is what solves his problems I'm just yeah. saying if or even if Liverpool went five mm, in back, a system like that, yeah, definitely. Like it, it doesn't matter who the team is. If he plays in a system that does the five back, that has a person like Harry Kane that's good in the air, hmm. why not? Yeah, why not? Um, I'm trying to think of other teams that play three back. Like Chelsea have Reese James, but I, I, I okay, right now I think Reese James is better. But hmm. it's the same thing. If he plays in a position that doesn't leave him as a liability, why not? Hmm. So. Okay, anyway, my stinkers. I have one that's Joel Matip. He's on Liverpool too, mm-hmm. so same thing. And then what Weghorst on uh on Man United. This guy can't score a goal to save his life. <laughs> <laughs> and he's although he's a big guy who can who's very physical, what does he bring to the table other than that? Mm. He can't pass, can't dribble, can't sprint. <laughs> I like him as a player, but you need more to a player mm. who's gonna. And what? Wait, what made you pick that? Was it like his the way they played against? Uh... Yeah, who'd they play? Newcastle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was that, was that the game that yeah. made you pick him? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, a lot of players I like. I respect all. Of, I respect so many players, mm. and I like Weghorst. I loved when he was at Wolfsburg. I loved when he was at Burnley, um, and I wanted him at West Ham because of his big attacking prowess. Hmm. But or his big um like physical way. Yeah. But if he's being deployed in a way that's like more midfield, although he isn't the best striker, if that's where he's gonna be playing, he needs to be able to dribble, pass. Hmm. He needs some form of thing that's better in his game than just heading it. <laughs> yeah. Physical. So he's another one of mine. And then as a shout out to West Ham with their horrible game yesterday, <laughs> Tilo Kerer. He plays as our right back. I don't know. Ah, uh, he's just he he's had he's been the worst West Ham player really this whole season. I I, I really think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's my last stinker. What do you think of the list? What, who is your uh, stars and stinkers? You can leave us a review, and you can actually like in that review leave a comment. Say mm-hmm. who, who your stinker is or your star for this week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, well, I mentioned Benzema. I guess we can kind of segue into El Clasico. Let's do it. If you want to. <clears throat> Me and Ben both predicted uh, Barca would win. Yeah. Just because of the way they played last time. This game, Real Madrid looked like a completely different team. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was. I, the whole team, like, Vinny was 
cooking. Mm-hmm. The whole team was like, I, I, I can't even explain it. Like it just looked like an actual different team. It. The drive was like completely different. I don't know what Ancelotti said at halftime because up mm-hmm. until halftime, I really thought Barca could still mm-hmm. win because I, I felt. Because at heart, I prefer Barcelona to Real Madrid, so I'll always side with Barcelona. But I really think they were... Like, Busquets was incredible. Cassie was incredible. Lewandowski was not great. Gavi was okay. Rafinha was doing awesome. Like, I really thought that they could uh, pull something away from that. But I guess not. So, I don't know what Ancelotti said at halftime, but whatever it was... it. It worked. Speech, yeah, honestly, must have. Yeah. Um, what are your opinions on the like a- anything like? Well, we we talked about Luka Modric, and we said like that was uh, the first game that he played his age. But him and Benzema both look like in their prime. Yeah, they look like they're in their prime. They were cooking. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like Benzema is. I forget that he, I I forget that he's thirty five. Like that is just crazy to me. Yeah, if he played like this his whole career, I think he'd be one of the top. Oh yeah, five strikers ever. I agree. And I I, I think I think he is top ten. Mm. I'm not putting him ahead of Suarez or anything like that, but he is he is showing what he's made of. He's different. Um, built different. Built different. Uh, one thing I do want to say though is, I still think Araujo lives. Or Vinny lives in Araujo's pocket. Mm, really? Even, even after that game, like, <sighs> what Real Madrid had to do to pat, like, they put four goals past Barca. And mm. Barca, all season in La Liga, have conceded nine, mm. which is a testament to how good Barcelona's defense is. And I think Araujo's been incredible. But a big loss is Christensen not being there. Mm. A Barcelona center back. He's from Denmark. He signed from Chelsea mm. on, a, on a free. But Marcos Alonso playing center back is not what you need. Mm. Which is a big, it's a big miss. It's a big miss. I just remember because you said defense. I forgot my honorary mention. Kamavinga. Yeah. Beast. He had yeah. a beast, beastly game. He was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, because he's been starting to play there. Because remember last game, Nacho Fernandez played there. Mm. And he, Real Madrid learned. Mm. Play someone who's not Nacho there. Play someone who knows how to be composed. Because um, Kamavinga is naturally a center mid. And it, it worked out for them. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. Um, anything else about El Clasico? Uh, what, what was it? What was I just about to say? No, we're good. We can move okay. on. If, if I think of it, I'll, I'll say Okay. It. So, Champions League is next week. Yeah. And Real Madrid, as we were mentioning, they play Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea played Liverpool. What did you make of that game? If you were able to watch it or anything you noticed or anything about uh, the game. So I remember I, I was in class. I had it on my computer. And I, I watched the first half and then some of the second. Mm-hmm. Other than like... I guess because I'm a new soccer fan, to me, a game that 0-0 is boring. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not like good enough to notice the small things. But I think if Liverpool was playing any other team... Other than Chelsea, the score would have been like three zero, for the other team. Yeah, yeah, for the other team uh-huh. easily, just because Chelsea like, it's kind of weird like, horrible defense versus horrible offense. It makes yeah. sense that it ended in zero zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I actually think that Liverpool's offense actually was not bad at all. Mm. I think Diogo Jota was awesome. Um, Darwin was 
good, nothing mm. special. And then Firmino was awesome. A literal or a little mention. Mm. Whoever gets Roberto Firmino in the summer is getting a gem of a player. Mm. They're getting someone who can create, score goals, pass the ball, dribble, skill, use both his feet, everything. I remember you, you, you texted me that during the game. He is... Uh, what I would do for him at West Ham, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's he's probably thinking about coming to West Ham. Yeah, right. Um, he's, he's deciding between them or Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he drops deep, so he he's a playmaker too, which any team needs a playmaker mm. and someone who can play attacking mid, center forward, or striker is is something any team needs. Yeah. So whoever gets him, that's a gem. Um, Mudrick. This guy cannot do anything. Yeah, I like it's. Ugh, I feel kind of bad, but like, yeah, honestly, I mean, I I guess that we can segue into this mm-hmm. because I I I when the news broke that what's his name Potter Graham Potter yeah he got sacked. I texted that to Ben, and we started talking about just like how managers are blamed too much. Like too much of that blame is put onto them. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. The owners give you a set of guys. Sure, you can make the best possible lineup. And then you just hope they play well. Like, is it his fault that Mudrik can't do literally anything? Or all the rest of the Chelsea guys? Same with Spurs manager. Like, it's not his fault we, we can't win. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, sure, if they want something new, they, they, they get rid of him, get, bring in someone else. But, like, the way... I just this is for teams in general. You can't blame the manager for the way teams play. Like to a certain extent. Yeah. I feel like when when for really good managers like you that you can give them credit, but for teams that are really bad, like you can't call that manager a bad manager. I don't know. I, I guess to a, to a certain extent. What do you think? There is definitely there's always blame on the players mm-hmm. and there will always be blame on the manager yeah. and there will always be blame on the owners. So it's like, okay, let's take Chelsea for example. Graham Potter is a project manager. Him at Brighton, his hiring team was always awesome. They gave him what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He wanted a CDM that could be ball playing. That's what he got. They wanted a striker who was a big hold-up striker. That's what the Brighton recruits went and did. So they got him or that like whatever player that was. Mm-hmm. And, but at Chelsea, the players that Graham Potter got were not players that he wanted. Mm. So there was an interview that Graham Potter did that was like, so what do you think of the signing of Mudrik? He's like, I don't know. I haven't seen anything about him. I, mm. we'll, see him in, we'll see him in training yeah. tomorrow. So Todd Bowley, the owner, like the American, the new American owner of Chelsea, just throws money at players. Mm. And that's who, that's who Potter has to use. And these players... And for Graham Potter, who's a project manager, who's getting players to build a team that in the next years will be good and work together, is the difference in what a a coach like Pep Guardiola Mm -hmm. would be, I guess. Because Guardiola gets the best players he can, and he'll fit, he'll build the system around them. Mm -hmm. But Potter has always had a special way of playing. He always plays 4-2-3-1. He played that at Brighton. He plays this in, um, at Chelsea now. Actually, I'm trying to think. Guardi- actually, Potter played a 3-4-2-1, but then with the players he has now at Chelsea, he's adjusted to a 4-2-3-1. Mm. So, so I was wrong. He's adjusted to the players he has, but that's not what he does. Right, yeah. 
he did like what a manager has to do. They have to set up in the way they want to play, mm-hmm. but he can't do that because of the players that yeah. he's been th- that that the players that with the certain players that have been thrown at him. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. But that being said, it is down to the players. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. If, if a player doesn't pass to another player who can be more effective, that's not on the manager. Mm-hmm. If a player makes a mistake, that's not on the manager. The manager can import tactics that make the team work a certain way, a formation that works a certain way. But Potter just didn't do that at Chelsea, and I don't know why. Like, a player that I never understood always came on was Connor Gallagher, mm. who is, when you have players on the bench that can come in and make an impact, it's a player like Connor Gallagher, although he's good, he's not a player that Chelsea needs. Mm. Um, so... All that being said, Potter out and Lampard is back in. <laughs> Do you have any opinion about Lampard? I don't. I was going to actually ask you about it. What are your thoughts? I think it's just... You hire a manager who you sacked early mm. on in the season to get a better a better manager, so-called, in, in Potter. And now he's going to be with them till next June. <coughs> like, it doesn't make any... Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. They're going to go from 11th to 14th now. <laughs> but... I guess the only thing about Lampard now is that Mason Mount is going to come back in and play. Mm-hmm. And all the players who were playing under Potter, lots of them won't play anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, Reese James will play, like, as he was before. But, like, Reese James, Thiago Silva, Fofana, um, Chilwell. Like, all the players that Lampard has now, like, Enzo wasn't there. Batty Ishile wasn't there. Uh, I think Koulibaly was there. But, like, David Dietrich, Fofana, Mudrik, Enzo... Um, Cucurella. None of these players played under Lampard. Mm-hmm. So now what the heck is Lampard supposed to do with yeah. you guys? I don't know. I, it's interesting. We'll see how that works for them. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, do you think... Okay, do you think Chelsea will finish higher with Lampard now? No. Or... Okay. I don't think so. I agree. Like, no. <laughs> I don't think there's anything, like, that would influence me to say that they would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Because... If they're if you're trying to get better, you wanna go like I don't know why they didn't go in and get a Nagelsman, mm. a player or a, a manager who has some driving force. Because although Lampard has to prove himself, he can prove himself at another club who mm. like he already failed at Chelsea. Yeah. Like it's like a step back in the figurative sense and literally you went back to your old manager. Exactly. And like like you said, prove yourself, but and if he doesn't, then that's even worse. On his behalf and Chelsea's like it's just gonna be a huge like I told you so like you fired him for a reason bring him back does horrible what do you think like Chelsea fan like supporters are gonna say like yeah exactly yeah. you're just running it back a bit if you are a Chelsea supporter like let us know what you think yeah did you like Potter uh do you like Lampard like just let us know yeah and and uh what was I gonna say um okay I forget what I was gonna say initially but um I would love Grant Potter at West Ham. Mm. I want David Moyes out. I've been Dave out, David Moyes out for a few months now, but I would love Grant Potter. I think like that, that'd be a good team. Because I... Or also, Roberto Mancini. He is the Italian manager. Mm. He was linked to the West Ham job too. Really? And I would like him. Because we have a few Italian guys, mm-hmm. and I would like Mancini too. So there's, there's your little yeah. West Ham shout. Yeah, if the, if the West Ham owners are listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sign him. <laughs> okay, one more little shout because I made a TikTok about it. Bruno Guimaraes. Yeah, l- let me know. What, what oh. do you think about him? 
I think he should be starting for Brazil every single game they play. Mm. Um, not saying he's as good as Casemiro or not saying he's the best CDM in the Prem, but I think he could win Player of the Year. Mm. And it's his first season in Newcastle, but everything he does or everything Newcastle does goes through him. There's no possession that they have that Bruno doesn't touch the ball. He pushes the ball out wide. He breaks up the play. He can... He can go forward, he can drop back, he can do everything. Mm. So I there's my little shout for Bruno. I I don't know what more to say. I like I I if I could give him the highest praise I would. You think he's like obviously Casemiro's getting up there in age. You think he is that replacement? Ooh, for Brazil. Yeah. Maybe not like identical, but like because obviously players play different, but right. you think he could be the new version of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And as like I'm, I'm trying to think because Newcastle are third now. Are Newcastle third without Bruno? Mm. Nope. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. And that that actually is funny that they played Man United in that game with yeah. Casemiro. So it's it's literally like it's like the passing of the torch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Okay. You have a topic for us. <clears throat> yeah. I just wanted. To, okay. If you are a anime fan and a football fan chances are you've watched the anime blue lock so in short it's a football anime Mm -hmm. and uh there's a game the main character hustles his butt does all this stuff but the opposing team uh happens to score and win i'll avoid the spoilers but and the main character blames it on luck and he's just confused like okay Uh. like there's a stuff about luck and then uh one of, like, the main, like, not narrator guy, but, like, the person running the soccer thing has this, like, brief lecture about luck. And it made me think of Holland. So, the way the guy explained it is, like, luck isn't really a thing. And, like, luck is also, it's kind of a skill. So, in order for you to experience, like, luck, mm-hmm. I'm doing quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. But you can't see it. Uh, you have to be smart enough to put yourself in the positions where luck can take place. Mm-hmm. So, obviously... If a if someone shoots off the post and Holland happens to be there, it's because he's smart enough to recognize himself to be put in that spot and then yeah. do it. The ball the ball coming right to him, that happens to be luck. If by the way it bounces off the post and it lands right next to his foot, but that it takes a certain amount of skill to like recognize. It takes like who you're playing around, like you you know like how they like to shoot it. Uh, you know, like it takes practice. It, I obviously, I guess it. How do I explain what I'm? How do I explain what I'm saying? I feel like we're both very, we're like stuttery today. We can't. Yeah. Think, we can't think clearly. But yeah, luck. Luck takes skill to actually like experience. If that makes sense. I just wanted to think about that because I like Holland. Obviously, gets a lot of like, uh, tap in merchant comments yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and like oh, like a lot of his goals are lucky. But you know, I think that's like it, it just made me think of holland so there's something there's a so there's like a fifa youtuber i watch Mm -hmm. and he like for those of you who play fifa um he says this you make your own luck Mm. and that's exactly what holland does yeah with getting into those positions making his runs he makes his own luck yeah even if he is lucky once out of the 10 times he's made a run Mm -hmm. he's making his luck he's making his own chance in that so you make your own look by the way you play. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, yeah, so that's our little... Yeah, my little thing on luck. If you haven't watched Blue Lock, 
Watch it. It's fire. <laughs> but yeah, do you want to do our our little game, or do do we have any other topics you want to talk about? We have one one little thing. Okay, yeah. Go for so it. talking about the Copa Libertadores. Mm. So Copa Libertadores and Sudamericana are the South American kind of. I don't want to call them Champions Leagues because they're not up to that kind of standard, obviously. But they are. I don't want to say they're more entertaining than Champions League. In a way, they are because mm. quality. They're definitely not mm. because so many other guys are like 30 years old, 35 years old, 39 mm. years old, or they are completely like youngsters, 18, yeah. 19 up and coming players. So either way, it's really fun to watch. You see experience versus prospects. And I think about a lot of South American um, leagues and teams is it's very back and forth. Mm-hmm. So they all put like not all of them, but a lot of them play three backs or they play a three one four two so they play three center backs a cdm and then the rest of them are attackers so they mm-hmm. have six attackers <laughs> and a lot of them play with that and something interesting about that is that means there's a lot of counterattacking, and for the teams that are worse they can counterattack to the best of their ability so yesterday there was a few games there was aucas which is a team from oh i think it was ecuador and they played flamengo and aucas won two one hmm. Then Bolivar, which is a team from Bolivia, played Palmeiras, and Bolivar won 3-1. And then a team called The Strongest that also played in Bolivia played against River Plate, and The Strongest <laughs> the strongest team yeah. won. So, River Plate's the, the team you support in Argentina? Yeah. yeah. So, I I don't have a dying passion for River Plate, but I'll, like, I'll always cheer for an Argentina yeah. team, no matter what. But seeing how these... Um, because a lot of these teams from like Bolivia, Ecuador, Colombia, all these teams who are, I don't want to say small, well, Colombia's not a smaller football country, but it's a, uh, there's more talent that comes out of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, in Argentina. In yeah. Argentina, that's just fact. And it's so cool to see how these teams who are young and able to counterattack well can show their dominance yeah. against teams who have in the past been recognizably better, mm. like yeah. Flamengo, Palmeiras, River Plate. Um, it's so, although the quality is not better, it's, I think it's much more entertaining. I definitely know what you mean. Like in terms of, uh, it being equally as entertaining possibly mm-hmm. just because like they're coming from a place where they're proving themselves like yes. Palmeiras, Palmeiras, for example, or I mean, uh, Flamengo, well, I guess either or yeah, like you're, you've solidified yourself in South American football mm-hmm. being like one of like, you know, one of the greatest teams. And they've been like that for years. So, like, it's nice that a team comes in, proves themselves, and wins. So, yeah. Yeah. There's even a lot of... So, like, with with a lot of the guys who are older, they're old European players. Mm-hmm. Or they've been playing in Brazil their whole life. Or Argentina yeah. their whole life. So, there's... Um, so, like, players like Marcelo. He plays for, for Fluminense, who won yesterday. Or... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other players. Like, Felipe Luiz. David Luiz. Like, all, all these... Older Brazilian players who in the past 10 years were all quality Brazilian players who played in the first team of Brazil mm-hmm. or the top leagues of Europe or on the top teams, they're now being able to show their experience and um, provide like a mentorship to mm-hmm. the, yeah. to those younger players who are up and coming. So if you ever have a chance to watch Copa Libertadores, it's on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Um, not every week, but it's happening yeah. this week. And, and if, you're, if you're from a South American country... Listening right now, what team do you support? Yeah. Yeah, let us know. We want to know because we can then um, watch that yeah, team exactly, and then yeah. hear about new players who are going to be up and coming. And 
Although it's kind of unfortunate that these players don't get the plaudits they deserve until they get into Europe. Yeah. It's more interesting to watch them and then see their journey as, mm-hmm. before they even get into Europe. So um, that's our little that's our little Copa Libertadores yeah. shout. Shout out. And we, we have a little game. We have a game. So uh, me, I have absolutely no football knowledge. Of course, that's the premise of this podcast. <laughs> ben does. But this is also a geography mm. uh, game, kind of. So we have some. We have five players each. We're gonna give them to each other, and we have to guess where they're from. And whoever ends up with the most points wins. Okay. Okay, you wanna go first? Go for it. Sure. We'll just go one each. Yeah. Okay. Nervous. Um. Oh, I actually have six players. Okay, we'll delete one. Okay. Um. We'll go. Andrea Barzagli. Andrea Barzagli. Uh. Okay, first instinct, Barzagli, it, like, it just gives me, like, Italian vibes. This is my final answer, but, like, oh, I'll just say Italian. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. okay. I think, it just sounds very Italian. And I think some of the players that, okay, well, actually, not, not on my list, but there's a bunch of, like, older players, like a Barzagli, mm. that I think, for your ball of knowledge to increase, you gotta hear okay. some of these names. Boom. So, sure. Barzagli, there you go. It's slotted in my brain now. Okay, I'll start with the, I'll go progressively harder okay okay long way long lay long way chinese yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay okay one one bobby charlton england yeah okay okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. there we go uh ozan kabak turkey yeah you know who he is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I was finding my my players, it was like a FIFA card thing, and everyone above like I don't know a seventy something, I would like not pick because I didn't want Ben to choose. Yeah. But apparently he knows people less than that too. Okay. He he plays for Schalke right now. Okay. Wow. He, but he was on loan at Liverpool last season. Okay. So two two one. Okay. But if they did, if I didn't know his name, I would not. Have okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's go. Josip Juranovic. Juranovic. Okay. Uh, say, say his full name again. Josip Juranovic. Polish. No, but it is like a scan. I think it's Scandinavian. Oh. How about this? We'll have three tries. Okay. Say, say his name again. Josip Juranovic. Croatian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. 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 Three, two for you. It's twos. Two, two. No, because you've got Charlton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Three, two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alexi Moranchuk. He is Russian. Yeah. Yeah. You know who he is? Yeah. Oh, this is. See, it's hard with the band. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone. If if I didn't know if he was, if I didn't know he was Russian, I would have guessed uh, Ukrainian. Yeah, because then Moranchuk, Yeah, and yeah. Ben, if you don't know Ben's last name is Danilchuk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, I feel like these are a little hard. Jasper Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Uh, what's his name? One more time. Jasper Lindstrom. German. No. Two more chances. Austrian. No, you're getting closer. Okay, say his name one more time. Jasper Lindstrom. 
How about this? Mm. I'll give you a hint. Okay. The colors in the Austrian flag are the same in the colors of this guy's flag. Oh. So red and white. I can't. If you know any flags. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm that good with flags. Okay. What's the, what's the start of the, what's the letter? That starts of the with, country? Yeah. Uh, D. D? Yeah. Denmark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that, that, I didn't even deserve that point. Half no, point. No, okay, half, half point. point, half point. Uh, Lucien Dumitriou. Oh. Dumitriou. He's Georgian. No. No? I think it's mm. close geographically. I think it's close. Oh, okay. For the reason why I thought I thought it was there's a goalie that plays for Valencia that his name starts with a Demir. Oh, whatever. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, say it again. Lucien Dumitriou. Also, if any of these people, like, if any listeners are from this country and we're butchering the names, let us know. But I'm yeah. doing my best. I think I think I'm pronouncing it right. Dumitriou. Dumitriou. Dimitriou. Is he French? Mm-mm. Okay, well, I'm, I'll give you a hint since you did. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the flag colors are yellow and blue. Red and one more. And blue, yeah. What's a yellow, red, and blue flag? Holy <laughs> crap! I'm always so good with flags. Yellow, red, and blue. Don't be screaming at me in the comments. You said the letter starts with R. Am I actually dumb? Yellow, red, and blue. If you want the specific word, it's blue, yellow, red. Vertically. Oh, Romania? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was his name again? Lucien Dumitriou. Wow. Okay, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I'm going to He's probably like 55 rated. Yeah. On FIFA. Okay. Yusuf and Nasiri. Yusuf and Nasiri. Saudi Arabia. No, but that same kind of area. United Arab Emirates. No. Uh, Iran. How do I give this to you without giving it to you? Syria. Iraq. You're kind of (laughs) close. Well, um... <laughs> His team did good in the World Cup. His what? His team did good in the World Cup. Qatar? No, they did good. Oh, I think so they got into the World Cup. Oh, no, no, Qatar. no. no. Uh, they got into the World Cup? They did good in the World oh. Cup. Morocco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After building guesses. Okay, I didn't get that one. So what's the score? Three and a half to... Three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. For the win. Alexander Abrahamson. Is he a center back? I have no idea. I just put the name into the country. It's not Sweden, is it? It's Sweden. <laughs> okay. You know who he is? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sweden. Let's go. Okay. So that was all our little... Uh... Wait, is it... Oh, no, you went first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ben wins. Cool. Four to three and a half. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do that in the future. That's yeah, fun. we'll do it again. If and you guys should uh, leave us some names. Mm-hmm. I, here's mm-hmm. the thing. I feel like Asian countries, I would get hundred percent. Mm. South American is kind of confusing because, like, if it's just like a Spanish last name, it could be like anyway. it could be any. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Last little segment here. We're doing our predictions for mm-hmm. the week. So we got 
Um, first off, we'll go Liverpool versus Arsenal. Uh, if we just do based on recent forms, I'll say Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Arsenal are just incredible yeah. right now. Um, I guess, wait. Uh, would it be Saka v... Trent Alexander Arnold or is that the other side? No, it's the other side. Okay, because so that would be a match that I'd like to see. It would be. Yeah, but it is Martinelli versus Trent, mm. which is also yeah. interesting. Um, okay, Manchester United versus Sevilla. They're playing in the Europa League, so it's the first like, if you know who Sevilla are. I don't. So give me Man U. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Who Sevilla. do you Man United. Yeah. Um, okay, we do have Champions League next week, mm. right? Yeah, we do. Okay, so first game, Benfica versus Inter Milan. Hmm. Looking back on the, it was uh, Inter Milan v. Who was it? Sporting. Who was it? I don't think uh, Sporting. No, Sporting beat who Arsenal in the Europa League. I can't remember who Inter beat, but no, oh, we, it was we, Porto. 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 Yeah, Porto. yeah, yeah. Uh, and like Inter Milan barely scraped by because because Porto was just like dogging them the whole game like they had they were playing with so much effort yeah if Benfica comes out like that I think Benfica will win but I think that that's a very what that's a big what if mm-hmm. Ugh, man I don't know give me I, Benfica give me Benfica I I feel like I've become a fan of so many teams this year, mm. Benfica is one of them. Mm. I love Inter, and that's it's, Ben is a jersey. In his it's room. so hard for me to say that I want Benfica to win, and I think that they will win. I want Benfica to go to the final yeah. so bad, <laughs> so bad. That'd be sick. I love all the Benfica players mm. so much. Bah, Antonio Silva, Otamendi, Grimaldo, Vlacadimos, João Mario, Arsnes. I can name the whole eleven. I can name so many players. I. Love Benfica, and I think they will beat Inter. Let's go. And if they don't, I'm gonna be so sad. Yeah. But Benfica, yeah, sure, Benfica. Um, Manchester City versus Bayern Munich. I think. I think this will possibly be. The matchup of, the oh, whole yeah. Champions League, the best, the best matchup in all of it. And like, no matter oh, who yeah. makes to the finals, I think this will be. One of, if not the best matchup. Yeah. Uh, man, there's so many. There, like the thing with like football and I guess sports in general, like there's so many what ifs. If yeah. Jack Grealish comes out like he's been playing, like I think, and I think in order for Man City, if they were to win, he needs to play like he's been playing, mm-hmm. just because of how strong like Byron's defense is. Yes. Man, I actually, I actually don't know. I like that shout about Grealish. Yeah, I actually, I. I don't even know. That's just one of those games that, like, I want to just watch. And it's just, like, a fun game to just watch. Enjoy. I don't even care who comes out. Okay. Why do I kind of want Man City to win? <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I kind of want them to win. I don't know if they will. So, I'll just say Man City because I kind of want them to win. I I think I agree with you. Mm. Although, I think, if, if this is accurate, Holland has never beat Bayern. Really? And he played in Dortmund for three years mm. or two years. So that gives me kind of that. more of a reason to cheer for Holland and yeah. Man City. And also, I like Julian Alvarez mm. on City. 
So I, I, and I don't think he'll, he's going to play. If he does, he'll come off the bench in the 85th minute yeah. and get five minutes and then whatever. But um, especially with Goretzka being out, I don't think he is going to be back in time. Um, but especially with Bayern still adjusting to Thomas Tuchel being their coach and with Bayern losing the DFB Pokal, which is like the, it's like the Copa del Rey of, mm. of Germany. They lost to Freiburg, who Freiburg is good, but they are not Man City. Mm-hmm. And Man City would destroy Freiburg. And I like Freiburg, uh-huh. but I take Man City as well. Yeah. That's um, a game. That's a game. It is. Okay, let's go Madrid versus Chelsea. Real Madrid. Give me Real Madrid. Yeah. And I, I think... Mark my words right now. Chelsea will score, if they're lucky... One goal the whole series. Mm. Yeah. I like that. One goal. I like that. And what's interesting about Madrid is that Rudiger didn't play yesterday. Mm. I don't think. Who do they play? Who Who is their back for? It was Eder Militao, Alaba, Camavinga. Who's their, who played right back? Was it Car- Carvajal might have played? I think it was. I think it was Carvalho. Okay, anyway. Rudiger didn't play. Which, Rudiger came from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But, Rudiger hasn't been best suited in Real Madrid ever since he came. Because when he played for Chelsea, he had the much more freedom to run run riot. Mm-hmm. So he could dribble up the pitch when he had the ball. And he hasn't been his best since he came to Madrid. Not saying he's been a flop, but he hasn't been the best of what he was mm-hmm. at Chelsea. And, what I think, what I said about a few weeks ago is that Edgar Militao getting pressed makes mm. him a worse player. Chelsea don't press. Who's going to press him, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who, like, I don't know. And that's the thing, like, on both sides, uh, I don't think they're going to be, like, pressure's going to be, I don't think pressure's going to be applied to them defensively. No. And I don't know who, who's going to stop Vinny and Benzema? Like, yeah. who? Yeah. Like, I, I like Badi Ashile. He's a, he, he came from Monaco, and I think he's been pretty good since, since uh, he came to Chelsea. Mm. But Benzema, on the form he's on just from this week, scoring six goals mm. in two games, I I yeah. can't not see Madrid. Well, even think, think about it this way. If if they were to play a game right now, Barca versus Chelsea, who do you think is going to win? Barca. Yeah. Yeah. And Real Madrid, you know, destroyed them. Yeah. To put it lightly. Exactly. Destroyed them. Even Obviously, they lost the first game. But, like, if they can't come out playing like they did against Barca, like... Chelsea will not score a goal. No, both games. No, <laughs> maybe one if they're lucky. Like I said before, maybe one. And if if think if Chelsea can't score against Liverpool, yeah, in in Liverpool's shambolic <laughs> defensive Shambol. form, yeah, they will not no. score against a Madrid not defense a who has been pretty good in the past while. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, AC Milan versus Napoli. And okay, something a little nugget of information: Osimhen did not play against mm-hmm. AC Milan. I, I don't think I don't think the game the last game I I don't I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything but I don't think that is like a reflection on Napoli mm-hmm. as a team so I think I th- I think Napoli is gonna win yeah yeah and that'll be that'll be a good series to watch I agree yeah because I think they don't like Napoli to say it the easiest that they've taken their foot off the gas mm. they don't need like they've won they're eighteen points yeah. clear at the top so it doesn't matter. <laughs> They can play their second string team. They can play youngsters. They can play whoever they want. That's mm. so when the title doesn't matter. Um, the only reason why those players who played that are their starters is just to keep them healthy and fit. Mm. That's yeah. the only reason why. Um, 
in AC Milan, it looks like they have someone that have proven in that. Like, mm-hmm. the players, like, Rafael Leo has something to prove in the Champions League. Brahim Diaz has something to prove against in, in the Champions League. And AC Milan have something to prove, but Napoli are just on another mm-hmm. level right now that I really think I agree with you, Napoli's going to win. But AC Milan has something to prove. Mm. So... How many how many goals do you think Osman's gonna score? In both, we'll say Ooh. both games. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't, okay, that's an interesting thing mm. to think about because Osman is wonderful, but against the three back of Na- of AC Milan, who is Thiao, Tamori, and Kalulu recently, they've been so much better than they were at the start of the year. Mm. So that's gonna be interesting because it's a three v one. Yeah. So I. I'm going to play safe. I'm going to say one goal. Okay. I think the goals will come... You're saying just in the one game or, or across both oh, games? Oh, okay. Across from both... Uh, okay. Uh, in the one game, he'll okay, get one. Yeah. And then the other one, it depends on that score. The give me give me game. three goals. Across okay. across the whole yeah. Side. Yeah. Three. Yeah. I, I could totally see that happening. Mm. And I could see AC Milan's... Or I can see Kavara cooking in this mm. game against... Um, if it's Calabria that starts uh, for... <coughs> AC Milan, which he has been recently, or Junior Macias. It was Jun- okay, there's a Brazilian player. He's like 30 years old. He's still playing his initial games mm-hmm. of or his initial seasons. But if he plays, Kavar's going to have a field day. Mm-hmm. He's going to be sprinting past him the you, whole time. Would you say that, not not that it would depend, but he'll be the the difference maker between Kavardana? Napoli winning and them losing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because he's the most direct player, mm-hmm. and he's... I don't want to say the right wing is not like, like the the right wing is just okay. Like Politano's okay, and especially against a player like Teo Hernandez, who is one of, if not the best left backs in the world, that side will be kind of dead. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to say dead, but like the opportunity on the left wing for them to do much more damage is so easily yeah. there. So uh, those are our predictions. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, let us know in the reviews. Uh, who do you have coming out on mm-hmm. top? And yeah, like we said before, what team do you support if you're from South America? We want to know. Because yeah. Ben has like familial connections to Argentina. Yeah. I don't, but my girlfriend's from Brazil. So yeah, like yeah. I've watched Brazilian football. But yeah, let us know uh, so we can watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's everything. Thank you guys for, again, listening to this 0 to 100 Ball Knowledge Podcast. Um. Make sure to like us. Give us a review. A yeah. Give us a review. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, follow us on TikTok, Instagram. We're going to be... We're starting to post a little more on TikTok, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Um, and we, the summer's coming, so we're going to do some like IRL content, yes, which is fun. That's going to be hype. Yeah. And you might even have a match day vlog yeah. of me at the Montreal game or oh. when we go to a Valor game, which is our local team. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening, and see ya. See you next week.